0: Welcome back to tonight's first intermission report. Merrimack at Providence at Schneider Arena here in Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, joining us here, uh, actually talking before the game, it is Mike Logan. He's the television and radio voice of the Providence Friars. And, uh, you know, Mike, first of all, thinking back, it's uh, two years or so now removed from that, uh, that national championship that Providence won. Uh, w- what kind of changes have you seen uh, as far as how, how it's affected the program uh, since that time?
1: I think, number one, it just makes it, uh, from a recruiting standpoint, Mike, a little easier to walk into a kid's living room, per se. And they now know Providence College, given what happened, uh, you know, beating BU and, and all of that. Uh, and I just think there's a lot more buzz around the program uh, with alumni and things like that. The day-to-day and, you know, the week-to-week, I don't, If you ask Nate Lehman and the coaches, as far as they're concerned, that's long gone. You know, they're looking, as Nate always says, they're looking for the next one. And and that's kind of the approach uh, that they've had for the last two-plus years.
0: Well, uh, last week, everybody's thoughts around the league with Providence and the uh, uh, very sad passing of Drew Brown. Did you know Drew? Uh, Can you tell us a little little bit about him for the folks out there, including us, who who didn't have the opportunity to know him personally?
1: Yeah, you know, the the thing is, he was um, injured, his junior, he got a leg injury, um, and it was in the Hockey League's playoffs. That led to them finding it. um, I actually had... A chance after uh, the year they won the national title. He was around a lot, but obviously not playing uh, in a lot of the road games. And I told this story on the air last week. Probably the most emotional thing, um, there, there were two things that stood out. When Providence opened up that 14-15 season at Ohio State, uh, Drew, his father and grandfather, were in the lobby of the hotel when we arrived. A lot of his teammates hadn't seen him since he started treatment. Yeah. Uh, and it was and he's a very, from Michigan, for the folks right. listening
0: who didn't know, so that was near him.
1: Right, and it was a, a very emotional um, time just to sit there and watch his teammates react to seeing him. And then uh, later that year, they had Drew Brown night here against uh, Connecticut and ended up scoring 10 goals, and it was just an emotional night. Drew came out, and um, the thing about last year, Last Saturday night was they did a couple of clips of him and after one of them all of his former teammates Jankowski all these guys did quick I fight for Drew Brown uh, clips on video and sent them in and after they played that uh, the whole building gave him a standing o for about two minutes and Nate Lehman said after the game probably one of the most um, emotional things he's seen in all his years of coaching.
0: Well, next week you've got uh, an opportunity to go with the Friars to uh, Northern Ireland, going to play in the tournament, the Friendship Four over there. Uh, what's that schedule going to be like? When do you guys leave? Uh, what kind of things you expect to be able to do over there, besides hockey, of course, and, and what are you looking forward to most about that
1: tournament? I'm looking forward to getting on the plane and relaxing. Quite frankly, there's still a lot to do, Mike, between now and then. Uh, they leave Sunday night out of Hartford. Um, they get into Belfast. They actually get into Dublin Saturday. They, um, Monday, rather. They stay in Dublin for a day. And then they've got things broken up. Obviously, you know, as Nate and the staff will tell you, they're there to win two games. Uh, it's a great experience for the kids, I think for all of us, to... to feel that and i know in talking to other teams that have gone over there uh, a lot of the people in ireland look forward to this and it's well received i know they've got um a meeting at a school at a college over there and they've got different things i think there's a tour of a castle i know we're having uh, my wife and sister-in-law are coming over for thanksgiving and i know we're all going to have a, a meal at um the titanic museum over in belfast so in that respect it's nice i'm curious uh the arena is supposed to be very nice and they're supposed to be more than welcoming so it'll be a fun fun trip
0: well this providence friars team off to uh currently ranked number 10 number nine in the polls uh six and four overall three and three in hockey seems like maybe trying to get uh get to the point where they have some consistency uh you know from game to game uh is that how you've seen it as well?
1: Yeah, I think inconsistent would be a good way to describe it. In fact, uh, just talking to Nate prior to the game, he said he's told the team that's one of the biggest things. The big thing from Saturday night's win over UMass, beyond the emotion, was Brian Pino, who had struggled, scored twice. All of your leaders, with the exception of Wilkins, five of those six guys on the top two lines, scored and starting to get a little more leadership. I think that's been the big thing. On the back end, um, Tommy Davis, who's the graduate transfer from Princeton, has been a real steadying uh, force. Jacob Bryson, arguably, has been the best friar on the ice since the start of the year. Uh, tonight, No Vinnie He's out. Um, Jake Rysick. You know they're they're dealing with some stuff. So Truman Reed's going to be in there tonight. I think the biggest thing is consistency across four lines. Nate prides himself on being a four line team. Most uh, games, Mike, they've been a two line team.
0: The special teams uh, always been a hallmark of Nate's teams, and uh, both the power play and the penalty kill have been off to a great start. The power play is over 20 percent. The penalty kills around 90 percent. And uh, interesting stat I saw the other day from uh, Mike McMahon from the Mac Report covers uh, Merrimack, of course, in hockey East, but was looking at some numbers, and I guess uh, you know Providence actually has a better save percentage, and you know the, that's largely Hayden hockey, but a lo- better save percentage while uh, while short a man while killing penalties than at, at even strength. What are you seeing from the maybe from the special teams and the penalty kill in particular? That why they've been been so good so far.
1: Well, the penalty kill is something since Nate came here that he's really uh, improved. They've got different guys. They can go out there. They roll six different forwards. And it, it comes down to, uh, you know, aggressiveness and that. And, and it's a controllable thing. Now, it's funny. If we did this interview last week before the UMass game, Providence came into that game 51st in the country. Power play had been awful. They go, they go uh, five for seven, and now they're 21st. They go up 30 uh, points. So, the biggest thing Nate felt he made a couple of switches, he moved Pino around and the uh, defensemen, especially Mirages, the freshman, they're getting pucks through. Early on they were blasting pucks in the guys' legs and things like that. And Nate really felt early on with the power play they weren't shooting the puck enough. They came out the other night, they shot the puck and they got great traffic. In fact, all five power play goals. You had a fryer right at the top of the crease and the goaltender didn't really have a shot. Yeah.
0: Has Hayden Hockey been playing that much better this year, as it seems from his numbers and what we're hearing?
1: Yeah, he he had a bit of a tough um, start. The the trip up to St. Lawrence-Clarkson, even though they won one of those games, I think he'd tell you it wasn't his sharpest. Uh, The weekend here against BU and BC, he had a shutout and gave up just one goal. That really seemed to get him going, and and he's been consistent. Um, I think he's really, since middle of last year, been one of the more consistent goaltenders in the league, and as you guys well know... You have a good goaltender. It certainly helps you out, and it covers a lot of mistakes that your team can make.
0: All right, Merrimack and Providence this weekend. We're already going to to be a period or so into the game by the time this airs, but uh, how do you see the matchup?
1: Well, I think, uh, obviously, anytime you have a home and home and you're the home team Friday night, it's very important to get out and get after it. And I'm never one to you look at the stats and you say, well, this and that. But I know Merrimack, Providence's power play is going a little better. Merrimack's penalty kill is struggling a little bit. So I think uh, if Providence can get some odd man advantages, that helps them. These games are not easy. And and I talked to Nate about it that even though he's had a winning record, there have been a lot of rock fights. Now Merrimack's 0-5-2 0 and 2 in their last seven games here at Schneider so I think from a Providence standpoint it's important to get these two uh, and then see what happens tomorrow night because it is it's never really been an easy game uh, at Lawler for a lot of teams and uh, you know, I think that's a tribute to the way Mark Dennehy's teams play but it's from a Providence standpoint this is an important weekend especially where you're going to Ireland then you have a home-and-home with uh, UNH coming out of it that's going to be a tough weekend.
0: All right, well, it should be good. Have a good call tonight uh, and tomorrow night, Mike, as well. And uh, enjoy your trip uh, next week, and and happy Thanksgiving as well. All right, same to you guys. Thanks a lot. That's Mike Logan, the radio and television voice of the Providence Fires. We'll be back with one right after this on this intermission report right here on the Merrimack Sports Network. This is Warrior Hockey.